0: Heard around the world
2: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande.
3: Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside of me is Mr. Joe Grande. Thank you,
4: Senior Christopher Wright, and thank you all for listening to the podcast Cannabis Talk 101 all yes. around the world. Make sure you check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis. We have so many great articles and blogs on the site to check out. So go do yourself a favor and educate yourself by looking at our website and call us up anytime. Leave a voicemail. Tell us how you're feeling. Tell us how CBD or THC or whatever makes you feel good. Leave us a voicemail maybe we'll play it if it sounds good and we want to educate somebody with it 1-800-420 <laughs> 1980 Joe or go check out our IG pages at Cannabis Talk 101 <laughs> Blue is at 1 Christopher Wright and I am at Joe Grande 52 yeah. and I hope you guys are ready because all day I've been talking about it folks and I'm talking about the biggest concert of the year it's the Burning Trees Festival August 27th in Adelanto California performing California performing live on stage it's the boss man himself Rick Ross Ludacris Buster Rhymes, Big Draco (aka Soldier Boy), Too Short, Havoc from the infamous Mob Deep, X to the Z Exhibit, and corrupt Young Gotti all live on stage yeah. August 27th at the Adelanto Plaza and Event Center. Plus, we have the World Series of Cannabis presented by Canx's iHeartRadio's Cannabis Talk 101 Game Day, Green Holdings Group, Deuce, The Blacklist, and Weed Maps. For tickets, go to Canx.com. That's C-A-N-N-E-X. S.com. So, these guys are going to be there, and you know that's for sure. On our show today, you guys, listen to this. I got some stuff for Jim and Mike. Now, who are Jim and Mike? I'm about to break it down for you folks. Not only are they players that you see around and about. If you've been in the cannabis game, but you're listening and say you're around the world, well, you might know who they are, too. But if you never have, let me tell you about Jim Shee, the CEO and founder of My Green Network and our brother from another mother. Wasteline Connected, Mike Kelly, president of PAX Distro, <laughs> musician, yeah. partner uh. at Falcon Brands and Secured Hauling, and also board member of Coachella Belly Cannabis Alliance Network. Now, yeah. Jim, she is the founder, like I said, and the CEO of My Green Network, which provides a first-of-its-kind shared space of cannabis, cannabis manufacturing. Now, their service allows anyone to start their cannabis business faster than more affordable than the traditional approach by providing a comprehensive network to empower the community and simplifying the process, which we're going to learn a lot more about when we talk with them. Members are given an exclusive opportunity to legal enter the world's most lucrative industry with massive advantages like a 95% reduction in startup costs expert licensing and cannabis compliance training. You can check out their website. It is mygreennetwork.com. M-Y-G-R-E-E-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K.com. We're going to hear all about that. And then, of course, Mike Kelly is the president of PAX Distro. Now, that's PAX, folks. P-A-C-K-Z, as in Zorro, Distro. Distro and a partner at Falcon Brands, as well as Secure Haulings. Now, Pax Distro is a cannabis wholesale distribution that focuses on providing premium cannabis flower to the urban cannabis market in large quantities. So you're looking for the big ones. We got the large quantities with this big guy over here. Check them out on Instagram (laughs) at pax.distro, P-A-C-K-Z dot D-I-S-T-R-O, Or book an appointment with them online today through their website. Don't give them that. (laughs) Pax distro,
3: Fucking over here com. doing a sales pitch on our show and shit. <laughs> they got Joe read the whole, you know what I mean? Next thing you know, oh they're like, come God. on down Bro, for nine ninety nine. You can get it right this now. This is what their company I'm does. i Bro, let's talk about burning trees, baby. Hold on. on. We're
4: going to go. Hold on. I got to give your gotta you your love. I got to give you your love. You deserve Falcon Falcon though with Big Mike over here. Come one of the leaders in the California cannabis industry and continues to blaze a trail in both the B2B and consumer space by offering some of California's most popular and beloved products. Now, secured Hollings is a fully compliant cannabis transportation company, providing its customers with a secure and careful transportation service for California-based cannabis companies. Mike also plays bass for Mr. Lovemore, as well as, Mr. oh no, O-H-N-O. Both acts that will be performing live, as you said, Mike, at the Burning Trees Festival on August 27th in Adelanto, California. Let's welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. James and Mike are Mike and James. Yeah. Cannabis talk one what's up? Thank you. And I mean, we see you guys out it, and about and have well, these friendships. You know, but it's it's good. They're, they're they're a couple, so I wanted to make sure. You know, <laughs> is that how you wanted to bring them out right yes. now?
3: Everybody's just coming. They're like, no, we're out
4: today. It's not a bad thing, guys. Don't worry about it. Blue right, and I a, are as well. Yeah, I mean, we're a we couple all the time. You know, we're all. Matter of fact, here, the funnier thing is, last night I was out. You know how. I don't ever get asked, where's Chanel? You know what I get asked? Where's Blue? (laughs) Chanel's my wife. That's my partner. I go out, I get asked, where's Blue? And that's the God's honest truth. So guys, thank you and welcome to the show. All that being said, Mike, we've never had you on the show like this. We see you out and about all the time, and you're right. And I want to get to the band being at... Kush talk, but as this is cannabis Kush talk, talk excuse me. At, <laughs> shout out to Kush talk. I love <laughs> Kush Kush cannabis talk. talk right Yeah, exactly. yeah. shout out at the Burning Trees Festival that you guys will be out there performing at. Um, you've been in the game for a long time, Mike, and I really want to dig into that because that, to me, is, is what our show is about. And you performing on stage is what your passion is. I agree with, but I want to get to this love for cannabis that so you just. I just explained both of you guys what you do, but I want to start with you, Mike, because you're the closest one to me is how you got into this game, dog, seriously, because I don't even know the real story either. But I just love talking to you. And as we sat down the other day, ironically, and chopped it up about life a little bit, which was a side story, which was good that I didn't hear this story. So how did you get into the cannabis game to do all these companies and be the man that you are in the game? You know, I think it was really through music, because I was playing
5: trombone with a bunch of reggae bands way back in in my 20s. And uh, and bass and everyone was going, hey man, you're in a reggae band, dude, you got the weed. So I was like, yeah, I'll see what I could do. And so it's funny, I didn't try to really become any cannabis guy. It just kind of found me. And I ended up from there, ended up opening a dispensary in Santa Ana called Aloha. Um, Oh,
4: you went from somebody asking you for cannabis to opening up a dispensary.
5: Yeah, because you know I was like the guy in the reggae band. So everybody I know was like, bro, hook me up some weed. And what was that reggae band? uh, Badfish. Badfish. Yeah. I remember bad
4: fish. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. yeah. And then you go from a dispensary, just that was back at the in the prop days, I'm sure.
5: Oh yeah. I mean this is two thousand seven, I think we opened up in uh, in Santa Ana. It was called Aloha and we, we had a good run to like two thousand thirteen or fourteen. And then I started a vape brand called Speakeasy. And then that parlayed into uh, we started Falcon and then uh, from their PAX Distro. I mean, there's uh, so many other companies in between all this, by yeah, the way, say, and farms little, and... Little, little, but, yeah, uh, little you companies know. and little stories, yeah. But, uh, uh, and then, you know, we have the PAX Distro and the Secured Hauling. You know, I think it's funny because everyone's trying to be this vertically integrated thing, and I'm just, I'm kind of just a vertically integrated person. 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 Yeah. So, when somebody needs something done, if they need bulk flour, they need packaging, they need transport, they need concentrates, they need extraction, I, I, I've got... You know, I got something lined up everywhere for that. So
3: right, you know, let me let me say this. I mean, when did the Coachella Valley thing come in? Because I feel like that was a good start of like the the you know the the legal side of things, right? Because you know, I, I believe there's a you know, for all of us, we've been on these paths, and let me say it. I'm <laughs> saying is that we've done like uh, you know the footwork to understand how the legal market comes. And then when the legal market came, how you became, you know, an actual company that's licensed and legit and doing distro. Cause I think there's a lot of youth out there, a lot of people out there that don't know that lane and how to get there. So, I mean, if you could share some of those things.
5: Well, there's more people in Coachella Valley that work in cannabis per population than anywhere else in the world, I believe. Wow. So I yeah, I mean, it just blew up. And so when people need, taxes lowered or whatever the issues were, everyone starts a coalition. We have one in Santa Ana. we just... Uh, formed. Yeah, we just formed. So that's how that thing got going. Yeah. That's how they all start. And then no, they always I mean, transform I mean, into something else. And then, but, uh, and then you get to know everybody in the community by being you know, a part of these communities. I, I, I encourage that to everybody. If you're yeah. in whatever city or state, get involved.
3: Yeah, you know? get involved in the city. What's going and on? And you'll
5: be surprised. You'll be thinking, I want to be a grower or something. You have some money you want to invest. And next thing you know, a year later, you're running a distro or delivery service, or you know, it, it's crazy where it'll take
3: so you. So, Pax actually delivers, or it's a distro company. Yeah, we do wholesale bulk, bulk. Right. So you're doing, you're basically, but I mean, so you're bringing it in from the uh, the growers, and then yeah. your host, they're they're bringing it in from, let's say Coachella Valley or Atlanta, wherever where, wherever, North, yeah. wherever you can source it, and then and then you're selling it to your distros.
5: I sell it to other distros, to I mean, brands. To I mean, and then we'll, we'll do fulfillment as well. We can white label. I think uh, we're doing stuff for Jam Master J right now, his kid, yeah. Jesse. And oh, it's really? cool. They look, there's old school strains, like they're in uh, cassettes. You know, it's Ah, we just had an inspection by the uh, DCC a couple weeks ago, and when they saw the packaging, they were all taking pictures going, this is the coolest shit ever. An Um, eighth
4: and a cassette holder. That uh, is so cool. That's dope. So Yeah. Is it eighth
5: or is it joints? They have joints and eighths,
3: you know, different things. That's hot. I didn't
4: even think joint, like, oh, that'd be great.
3: Joint packs, you know what I mean? That shit's hot.
4: Oh, oh, that, that is nice. the sickest packaging I've heard yet, and yeah. it was—it's compliant too. So of course, yeah, everything you do is
3: compliant. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why you're on our show. <laughs> <laughs> That's nervous laughter guys. <laughs> Everybody's like low key Oh, gee. Yeah, no, is, is it, that it, weird to have, have that no, legacy leg, so, leg. so let me just let me just spill this out really quick before we go to break, man. Mike's also one of the original owners of Cannabis Talk 101. Yeah, so so back. a lot of people don't know this. This is what 10 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 10 years ago we we, we formed uh, I formed Cannabis Talk 101 by myself first of all. But but then I brought in some partners and they brought in Mike. And I didn't know if Mike was actually one of the partners until you know we weren't partners anymore pretty much i mean for a little while i knew yeah, yeah. it was a you know a time where i knew but it was short i, remember, I didn't know mike, i knew
4: the story but i didn't know mike was in that story like oh, that I fired his
3: ass i fucking <laughs> <laughs> got rid of this
6: motherfucker. no quick. cannabis <laughs> talk 101 was Thank weird God, started, totally i started at <laughs> a little God.
5: radio station over there in costa mesa <laughs> yeah and we're like oh this is gonna be fun we're just gonna do that and then and look at it now unbelievable yeah. right yeah <laughs> he's at a like, little, what just a little small show
3: over there at the radio station now, on we, a Sunday morning, we used to wake up Sunday yeah. and be there like at fucking eight in the morning. Yeah, it was, it yeah. Was, yeah. We, we had the like the worst times ever. I would tell people, man, I'm on the either the morning early morning shot or the fucking midnight shot. But I would. Now we gotta fucking get a shot. Heard all around the world. <laughs> you gotta get the shot. No, but listen, Mike, it, it's gonna be interesting, you know, talking to you. I want to get back into some more questions when we come back. More with Mike Kelly and Jim, and don't forget, buddy, we got you coming up. I know.
2: We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101.
4: For a trusted cannabis seed at a fair price, folks, you got to head to rocketseeds.com, or on Instagram, at rocket underscore seeds, and a shout-out to our staff, man, because they make the best Rocket Seed commercials. I love it, and as I say our staff, I got to give a shout-out to Jan, Erica, Daniel, Kel, Christian A., Christian S., Danny, P. Funk, Connor, Gabriel, Sagar, Jessica, Cash, Cam, Kimberly, Isaiah, Salar, Nadia, Ali, Pitt, Devin, Chris Francino, Jennifer, Elvis, of course, everybody else who helps us, uh, Mark Carnes, and uh, my brothers from another mother that's over here, too. I-, I love you guys all for doing what you do. That all being said, James and Mike, before we went to break, it's funny to hear the history that you and Blue go back with like this, and then Blue to go Joe, he doesn't care about his business. He wants to talk about the band. <laughs> he cares about the business. I mean, I he care about the, business. don't get it twisted. Ro- he does, I mean, rocking. Bruce says it on some, like, no. no yeah. he, and Mike, I, you said it at the beginning, no, let's talk about the band. Yeah, I love the I passion know. that you have for your band. So that all being said, folks, this man breathes and dies. Why? Because he really got into cannabis doing what? Performing on stage with his band. I hear the story. I see the story. I see your passion what was the first instrument you learned how to play?
5: It was it was bass. I played upright in fifth grade. And I we just played at the uh, amphitheater there in Garden Grove at that bloggy. <gasps> right, right. right, right there too, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I brought an upright up there, and we uh, played that one of the songs.
4: Oh, that's right. We seen you on stage yeah, yeah. performing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you were rocking out. That was great, dude. I was on stage with him. Yeah, man. <sighs> I, was I was watching I was getting from getting down, the outside. I, I was there. so enjoying you guys perform on stage and reading and watching. That being said, what is the band? Is it the same band that's going to be at Kutztown? I know there's two groups that are performing.
5: Yeah. Well, that was Mr. Lovemore, and it's uh, Mike and I. Mike Roundtree, he's a drummer, and he's a great drummer. He's played with everyone from uh, did tours with Wu Tang, Justin Timberlake, Miguel, Genevieve, and uh, I do a lot of lot of stuff with him. We back a lot of hip hop artists, and we kind of just always get called in for that.
3: You're working and, with uh, Atlantic Records right now, and an artist too, or or uh, oh, with
5: uh, Def Jam. Def with, Jam. Oh uh, no. Oh, He's oh, the no. first Latin artist on Def Jam, so that's really cool, and um, and we're getting that thing popping. And he just dropped a, a track, Drowsy, and um, that thing is is taking off. So. We've got a
3: dope artist coming in the next couple uh, couple days, uh, Baby Bash. He's gonna be coming in studio here pretty yeah, soon. That's cool, so
4: cool. Yeah, it's always fun to get with artists in places like you know Def Jam. I mean, yeah, when you think of when oh, you yeah. just say that like that, I mean folks gotta realize when you drop a label name like that like that's what hip hop came from Man. folks it's you know, like Motown for fucking yeah, Def you know Jam. I mean <laughs> Def Jam started the whole movement you know what I mean if you haven't seen the movies it's part of the culture if you're listening to the show and you haven't do yourself a favor and go see some of these movies that show that like Beach Street and Breaking and all the other good things that describe that era Beach
3: street, but how did you hook up with right. a
4: company like Def Jam <laughs> dog like that's
5: so I, big I, I'm just, I'm just a hired bass player on that man that's uh you know that's all Ono on that one and yeah. his management he's with Brandon and uh he uh you no know, but to get you, recognized you, by artists like that hit this key and this note
3: at this time but you don't, don't get recognized it,
5: by
4: it though you there's a million artists that can play it to get recognized I've, at that I've, level
5: I've been playing with I mean so many so many I mean uh got to jam with so many people I mean from George Clinton to Willie Nelson I mean and everyone in between you know I've had a great career as far as that goes and uh you know, with the Def Jam thing, with the hip hop stuff, it's just funny all these things we do. I'm like the only white dude, and when they when they find out I'm the bass player, like, bro, the white dudes will play bass, you know. And then, you know, I get He's I've been playing bass here, so, you know. But uh, you should be like, <laughs> yeah, bro.
3: Why? <laughs> yeah. What's up, bro? Yeah. But um, you know, let me ask, so Love you guys are gonna be performing at the Burning Trees Festival, doing some opening acts, right? Or actually, we're we actually going on after Ludacris. It, I think, it, yeah, right? it's after, yeah, it's after it's after I think it's up? after the uh, Rick Ross. Rick Ross and
5: that band is so dope because we have a lot of artistic freedom. You know, when you do stuff for a label, you are told what to do. And it's usually, you know, for someone like me, it's like, wow, I could have been playing bass for six months and been able to play a lot of this stuff, you know, per se. Right. Not every time, but, you know, with, with Mr. Lovemore, we have a lot of uh, freedom to really throw down, especially with Mike. He's just such an amazing drummer. And, and Adam, you know, he produces all the music and everything, and he, he presents it and then says, do your, do your thing. And it's so much fun. And then we have uh, Yaniv, actually the DJ. And it's such a weird band because it's just I'm on bass, Mike on drums, Yaniv DJs. And you got Adam, you know, singing and and throwing out rhymes. You know, it's such a weird format. We don't have a keyboard player or a guitar player. So it's it's very unique. Do you guys
4: practice a lot or how are you guys on point? Yeah, we
5: practice, uh, you know, once a week, usually in Venice at the iSpire. Uh, hardware at the building. Shout out to Icefire, That the place the is dope. Oh it's yeah. so oh great God. up top like that. Bro, right over on the PCH boulevard. looking yeah right across. Oh, the Oh I love the beach.
3: it. Yeah it's a so nice I love the nice whole place. vibe there all of yeah. them there. It is a lot of fun and to good rehearse Good people there. yeah really good people man.
5: And how long have you guys been in a band together? It's a new thing you know what last week was our first performance so. You're kidding me. Yeah it was uh you know at least we got that one out of the way so yeah, and I think we're don't playing... no, don't
3: start telling me that shit now. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I think He's like our first performance. Shit, oh
4: Blue, <laughs> we've been together seven <laughs> years. I thought I overheard <laughs> him saying the other <laughs> room was here for a meeting a week ago. Shit!
3: Oh, this but you know, guy. I think we're playing at a. they We just got ball. booked they, at the Holly flowers. They're real musicians. Yeah, musicians. Yeah.
5: You know at The flamingo. Uh huh. We're gonna play at the uh, Hall of Flowers party there at the Flamingo Hotel. And that place Man, I'm gonna crazy. go. Up. I'm, I'm,
3: that's it. I'm coming out, dude. I'm you gonna, gotta I'm, come gonna, out, bro. I'm gonna do, you, my, I'm gonna do my records. Though. Please, I'm gonna do my blue? let's go. I'm gonna have you guys do let's my go. records live. Please, and I'm not kidding. We'll do you my you, records know what? you live. might as well, You know what? I
5: tell oh everyone, like, come up and throw up a couple songs because I mean, Mike and I are already there. And if I've you been got left. You know.
4: Hold on. Are you ready for this? I've
3: been right. I had this conversation today. <laughs> I got today. too drunk. I can't remember how we Whatever met last night. And
4: it's not blue. Whatever you showed, Louis Lou. I wonder how I
3: met you. He said he's
4: remixed it. Oh, I
3: know. Yeah, that's the He's already of. doing it. Yeah. So He's well, already yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and I've, I've
4: already said, I really think Ain't Blue no has shame. something. Like in his shit, and I game. think he should get on stage with you guys. I really think he should. Come on, bro, come throw down. Can you guys like practice with him? No, I'm serious. Can you go practice with him like a couple of times and get it down? You know what? get All one bullshit song, aside, get out on stage, bro. You have,
5: you have you to, to do it. That's what I do come for on. living. I'm no, on stage. I know stage. <laughs> Not a bad, I'm just saying, go practice time. I'm better
3: on stage than everybody on this stage. What the fuck are we talking about right here? I'm just playing. Here we go, bro. Joe's
4: like, here we go. Hey, you know what? That's the confidence I want to hear from. Hey, you better believe it. You what? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like this. You better feel that way. Why? Because I think I'm better than you two. So, <laughs> so I want you to have that
5: confidence. You better bro, believe it. You know how many it. people talk shit? Scene. Oh, I'll go rock it just as oh, hard. Or better they freeze up? and they freeze the fuck up, bro. <laughs> Who you Every to? time. Who are you talking, Who are you talking, talking to? Yeah. To? yeah. yeah
4: Google <laughs> yeah, me. Yes, I do know what you mean.
8: I've been in different oh, countries on these shut motherfuckers. The fuck
4: up. Oh, a lot and you of balls look at cats, the stage, oh. and then you look at these cats so that act like they can't. Though, how many times have we
5: seen it? And yeah. No. Well, I mean, they come out and then all of a sudden they're on the stage and there's, you has got like 4,000, 5,000 people staring the, the, at them they're, going, they're, the voice, well, do your thing. 4,000, 5,000, know? yeah. They're like, ah, ah,
3: can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this working? Test, Test two, one, one, two, two, and I'll tell you what, we were on stage uh, at another event, an exhibit comes up, man. And, you know, the band before him, the group that was before him, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say any names because I know all the people that are involved. But I'm just like, man, you know, I was just holding the mic. This shit was working great, you know? And then I fucking, you know, pass the mic to this dude. And I'm over here giving him new mics and shit on stage. I'm trying to help a motherfucker out. Like, here's another mic. Bam. I'm over in the back. Turn the shit up. And then it's like, and then all of a sudden I get, uh, exhibit grabs the mic and does his shit and the motherfucker's mic's working again. I'm like, no, this motherfucker's just behind their vocals. Sometimes they're getting behind their vocals and they don't really want to share their voice or whatever. I I don't know what their story is, but. You know, sometimes it just doesn't hit the way you know it's just supposed to hit. I guess you will. Um, so with that being said, uh, it's just an exhibit's a hell of a performance. No, his rough. shit came on. He it was is, like actual, <laughs> but the whole yeah. like boom, that <laughs> motherfucker was gone.
4: You know, you
3: could just hear him you rumbling through the vocal. With but, all
4: these people, though, like you said, Mike, <laughs> I just want to hear the story of Willie Nelson. I don't want to say else. Tell me Nelson's story. I'm gonna just start
5: there. You threw his name out. How did that I, happen? I was doing sound at a club, and it was him and Leon Russell. And um, one of the uh, members' brother or something died. And I was just the sound guy. And they're like, well, you play bass, bro. You know, we're going to do a couple shows. I'm like, this is amazing. And dude, I I was 23 years old at the time. so. um, But that was awesome. That was really a neat, neat experience. I've gotten, you know, doing sound there, I think a week before that, Johnny Cash was at the club. I got to do sound for Johnny Cash. So I got to meet a lot of these legends, bro. It was really cool, you know. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah. It, it just makes life blessed. great and what's the name of the, like the band
3: again mr lovemore mr lovemore yep coming live to the burning trees festival check huh? us
5: out check us out on uh, instagram at mr lovemore or you know uh adam he goes by lucas roth he's got a couple videos on there that we're redoing but some of his videos are great he has this song called the whole thing definitely check out lucas roth whole thing on youtube that's it's, dope it's a
2: great video There
3: it is, man. When we come back, we're going to hear from Jimmy over here. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after
2: this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.
2: Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101.
4: Advanced Nutrients, folks, has a complete growing system for cannabis that optimizes all phases and cycles to bring your crops to their true genetic potential. Discover more at advancednutrients.com, and they got so much more coming for you. Jimmy, before the break, the CEO and founder of My Green Network, where does it come from? Where did you grow up? Where did you come out of, brother? Dude, that's a freaking loaded question, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> How did you jump? At least you're listening. <laughs> Yo, I mean, uh-huh. um,
8: hey,
3: where'd you come out of? East <laughs> you know, Coast that. originally. That's okay, what I'm talking about. There we go.
8: So actually my first time and I mean he went over with Mike, uh, with cannabis was end up going to high school. My friend, I was I mean, I was a straight A student, little kid, you know, Asian guy. Always try to follow the rules. Bakes me a cookie about the size of my head. And then I eat it first period and the entire day I just <laughs> fall asleep. But oh, <laughs> but since then, you know, it's it's been a passion of mine. Um, went to college, I started actually, you know, doing some of the more legacy items on that side. And I always heard California weed, California weed. We would mark that shit up by like 400% on the East Coast. Whereabouts in the East Coast, what, what city? Uh, I'm from Jersey. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then um, most of our stuff came from New York, flew out from California. And in the day is, you know, I became a lawyer. I call myself a recovering lawyer. Hated the shit that I actually had to do over the last, like, close to a decade and a half now. So you're literally a lawyer, right? That's great. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm practicing still. It's just, you can't beat. The cannabis industry is something I love. When I got into this, it was actually to help people. And that's where it really comes in, where I was pretty fortunate that all of my legal experience that I learned, everything I did, just happened to fall in line with cannabis. Um, how, how do you mean? So, you know, I did a lot of uh, investment immigration. We basically systemized a whole bunch of stuff to help out, like you just say, like wealthy millionaires get their green cards into the US. So everything we did was
3: essentially standardized. But that's not how you're supposed to say it. <laughs> 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 Whoops. <laughs> Let me hey, retract oopsie. that one. It made wasn't a lot that, of sense to me, <laughs> though. Wasn't that... That was like uh, something six or something?
4: I think, or, I what, think that's what, how what Joe got it? here, right, bro? Like, yeah. Similar.
3: I yeah. Can't remember someone. What was that, that called, called Joe. I, that was a, There was a whole... Um, they basically had to spend a million dollars here in the U.S. for their yep. corporation, and I, I got involved in that for a little bit with the real estate move and all that good stuff, right? Yeah, it's an EB5. EB five. EB five. Yeah, yeah. And an we, we always
8: represented the investors. We systemized the whole thing, and then we just applied that shit to the cannabis industry because we were watching people, you know, dumping out 150k just for lawyer fees. Sure. We could do that shit for like 15k.
4: Yeah. So
8: what's the point? Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of where my background comes in from all of it and that's really what we do now.
4: And now you start the company and when people go to your company, My Green Network, they're going to go to you to start the company to help from beginning to end or what is the, what do you guys do there? Yeah, we're
8: essentially a, a turnkey facility. Look at us as commercial kitchens. What we'll do is you come to us, we apply for a cannabis manufacturing license for you. You get your own city and state one. Once you get approved, you get your license, it comes up in our facility. You literally walking through our doors, use our equipment, use our spaces, and produce your cannabis product for sale. 100% legal. We help out legacy operators. We've got people from Boston. We've got people from overseas. We actually also manufacture, produce for, this is, we're talking music, the Deftones. So yep. if you saw that collection box that came out, that yeah. was us.
3: That was dope, by the way. That did make it here, actually. We did see that. Um, uh, What's his name had that? What company? I forget. Huh? huh? Yeah, twenty-two, 22, X, X 22 red, extra red, red, or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, yeah, yeah. He was here. He brought it over here. That was really it was dope. Really it had cool. a b- very beautiful Sleep. array of just hot, beautiful, nice products in it.
8: Dude, I mean, it was, it was. You did the awesome. whole box. We did the whole soup box from beginning to end.
3: What a great one! I'm sure you guys have one on display
8: that you've put aside. We got it on display. We're actually, I mean, that's kind of when we actually do products. It's usually for a celebrity brands. So we have about another one. We're about to launch that probably end of this month, mm-hmm. and it's a rapper under NDA, so I can't say shit. But uh-huh. um, yeah, we'll do one for Mike since he'll be famous soon. Yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> you know it's funny that you say that. We've done a, I've done stuff
5: with uh, corrupt for the Moon Rocks. Worked with Ghostface. We did the Wu Um I mean, uh, speaking of exhibit, we were the we did we launched Brass a, knuckles. Falcon Brass Knuckles when they went legal, and. Uh, so I've worked with a lot of the rappers. It's, the, 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 it's tough to do people in entertainment. Yeah. Well, it, you know? it is.
3: It, it, it is. If you know, you have to have the right person, um, and and it's it's just you know instead of managing personalities, you're managing products and stuff, and sometimes you have to manage both, and that's very difficult. That's why Exhibit kills it, dude. He really got a good puts in the time. Yeah. He
5: goes. To, I see him at all the events. Gets you know, We bump into each other a lot of yeah. things, and uh,
3: he gets behind and, it. He yeah, really. He's shows good. Really yeah. a good guy. But, really but
5: a lot cares. of these people don't. They they say, okay, I want thirty percent. And you put my name on it, and then they think they're just going to collect a check. And I mean, how many of you people know someone that smokes weed just because somebody's name is on it or whatever? No, they got to they got to interact. They got to. You got to interact. You got to interact.
3: You got to believe in your own product. You got to brand your own product. You got to do all those things.
8: And it's really tough. I mean, you know, our main focus is really on helping the minorities, diversity. Uh, We have, I would say, 90% of the members in our facility are all a minority of some sort. Right. And, um, dude, they're hard workers. It's a freaking different animal that it is today than it was three, four years
3: ago. You know, and it's funny you say that because it's changing every day. Like people, people don't understand, like, you know, what we know 10 years ago, what this industry was not what it was five years ago. And it wasn't what it was four years ago, not three years ago. In fact, last year it was a whole different industry. And I say that straight right now more than ever. I mean, pounds were oh, fucking, absolutely. yeah, pounds were three times, four times the amount they are today. And all of a sudden they're down at their heels and, and you know, they're 800 to $1,200 pounds for the best fucking, you know, extravagant bomb. motherfucking bomb is, going, yeah. yeah, that you could get. And then, but, you know, last year there you was know, this price and that so that the, the market, the changes, and, and this is the, uh, I would tell you the big bro getting ready to let you know that we're, you're in a commodity market. Oh, hell yeah. And so they're waiting for stock market, federal legalizations, flushing out. This is a flush cycle, right? And this is to see how, how much of a, of, a, of a shakedown they could do in the real stock market and the real public play on this product. And I've been telling people this for a while, but not a lot of people could really understand it. It's like, you know, you have the bulls and the, the bears. And, and it's like, you know, you're in a fucking bear market. So you better be able to, you know, Not, I'm hoping you like you got a jacket, motherfucker. Dude, yeah. <laughs> all
5: those 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 chads and brads that were putting the big money thinking this week, I hope they all just get filtered out. We
8: could get back to the old crew, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Let's I mean, just go to war. <laughs> I, I love it because it's one of the things, like, we're really focusing on right now is craft cannabis. That shit's gone. Yeah. But a lot of our operators are coming in. I mean, dude, they make fantastic kick-ass
3: products. I've, I'll bring you guys some... Uh, versions of it soon, for sure. Yeah. No, we're going to come by your facility. I mean, you know, I, I, like I said, I one, you know, Mike is such a big fan of you that that, that makes me like you a lot because I really like Mike. Oh, thank you. I love you, me know, too, man. Yeah, seriously. No, no. That's like, <laughs> seriously. No, that, to me,
4: that makes everything. It good. makes you all the difference, If you came by Mike, bro. then you're golden. You're brother. Yeah, like, I, I've been I've 100%. been, in, like, seriously, it like makes a
3: huge difference,
4: dude. Like.
5: And, bro, I've been in, in over 300 dispensaries. I've seen every grow, uh, distro. I cannot stress how blown away you will be when you go to his facility. It is unbelievable. Yeah. It is such a neat concept and such a nice place. And the tax rates are getting lowered in Santa Ana to 1%. And it's really going to be a a great place to run out of. Yeah. It's going to be unbelievable.
4: Well, there it is. My Green Network is a spot. It's now time to do the high five with these two gentlemen. We're going to ask you guys a question. Mike, you'll answer it first. Jimmy, you'll answer it second. Okay, here we go. Question number one of the high five. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis? And where did you get it from?
5: 12 years old, and I was with my dad. You were like with each other, like going to Disneyland or some shit? No, he found a joint, and my friend had a pack of cigarettes. He's like, oh, you guys want to smoke weed? And I had nothing to do with my, it was actually my buddy's older brother. You know, he's like 16. Just put it in there. And so he's like, well, we're going to smoke this joint. And he was making sure I would inhale and everything. He's like, you're going to hit this. Oh, he was like, him.
3: he was getting under the, like, yes. yeah,
4: let me see you inhale that. Up, you so he got pick your head up. <laughs> pick your head
5: up, yeah. <laughs> Which was, it was awesome to be, actually. I was like, take a oh. deep breath, son. As soon as I hit, got high, I'm like, this is awesome. I'm going to do this every day if I can, you know, so.
8: Yeah, 12 years I mean. old. Oh, there yeah. it is, yeah. Jimmy, what it's about score. you? Hey, are we are talking about smoking only or eating it? Well, the first time you used cannabis. 16. High school,
4: first period. That's when you ate it. And that was literally lit my up. first
8: experience. Freaking a cookie the size of my head. Not fun. Wow. FYI, I can't handle edibles. <laughs> edibles destroy
4: me, bro. That's like I funny, cannot imagine though. that. That is funny.
3: He question, a, question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis?
5: Um, you know I like flour, bro. I mean dabs and. Concentrates are cool. You know, I had a vape company for a long time, and, yeah.
8: you know, we had a really cool
4: lab. Smoke a joint, yeah. Huh? <laughs>
5: but but I, like, I like flour. Smoke a joint. You know, yeah. A
8: little there's little nothing wrong head. with that. Yeah, man. Jim? Ming? Um, probably just trying out new products on the edible side. Because, honestly, I think there's a lot of new products coming out that haven't really been discussed. Like, you ever see cannabis-infused mooncake or some shit yeah, like his that? his place has
5: the fanciest edibles I've ever seen, and I swear to God I've seen them all, bro. I'm just saying. Really? He has a Michelin mm-hmm. chef that's at his spot. It's making stuff. Beautiful. Like, two, technically.
8: yeah, two. It's crazy, right? Can I come over and just
4: try one <laughs> of them? Can doing? you get him <laughs> over here to cook? 7, so it can yeah, can, we, a... can you utilize the kitchen here? Hell yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Can we get something? Dude, we're going to do a dinner there, someday, you guys are well, coming. Someday. Question good. number three <laughs> of the high five. Craziest place you ever used cannabis or smoked? Because in high school, it's pretty fucking crazy for you, Jimmy. But my your first was still pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Like, your first one may be the craziest place. But you, Mike. You know, besides airplanes and stuff,
5: man, you know, if I had time to think about this, I'm sure. Because there's been many times I'm thinking back going, I can't believe we're smoking weed here. You know, but, um, you know, it was an interesting one was DMV, bro. We were some of Me and a buddy of mine, we were waiting for so long. We started smoking, taking rips off his pipes, standing in line in the DMV and holding it in like no one could see us. And uh, that was pretty fun, because everyone I can only up. imagine right. what that looks like. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's seen the line at DMV, <laughs> hey, by the bro. way,
3: so everyone's
4: like, fuck. Yeah, everyone's hitting us up like, yo, you, you fucking ripping that? Let me, let me get some of that. <laughs> right?
3: so Everybody's to awesome. getting in. Yeah. Everybody wanted to oh, get oh, in on Oh, that's a that good one. one. What
4: about you, Jimmy? Indonesia. Ah. You Tell the story.
8: I uh, got off the plane. I don't know if you ever go through the airport in Indonesia. The first thing you'll see on the signs is everything that you do that is a drug is punishable by death. Ooh. So... You know, it was just there. I was on my bar review trip, and we ended up just finding some people and smoking it in the public. And then, yeah, it's kind of scary when you have those people looking at it. Oh, yeah. That's Indonesia. Question
3: number four of the high five. What is your go-to munchie after you get high?
5: I mean, what I would prefer, but it's not always available. Dude, nachos. I'm just a sucker for nachos. Like, from where, though?
4: describe your nachos yeah you know, what, what's, what's it, your nacho look you know like saying? is that a homemade like, nacho like for some like you know, what is your like if you could do your nachos beef? like i'm high <laughs> as a kite no, i'm gonna go where and do what
5: i'm down with like you know some some shredded cheese in that microwave on some That's tortilla simple. chips okay, there it is to, easy simple to just massive oh, yeah. you know you're going to las brisas or some shit on the beach down in laguna with mm. some seafood nachos I just
3: just, so it just I love it. Yeah, I love cheese, a a not- nachos. I love too. I'm just wanted to hear about. I'm a big nacho player. Like I'm a
4: player. Also. I get them sometimes. Family comes on the, out the day. I fuck with some nachos. <laughs> Look, we get have them all the time with me you and Chris. Like, I need some nachos right now. Hefty probably sitting on some nachos. We in the back. over there. Got four burritos in his pocket right now. Back in the back. Back in the back. And chewing his neck. What about motherfuckers? <laughs> you <ain't> even, oh, <laughs> hey, we ain't Sean's even doing this show yet. Not, I'm so We ain't even doing this show yet. Yeah. I lost all this weight and I'm on him. Let me hey, carry off it, him it, over it, there. You can't don't even throw see Joe no more. Don't throw his I name but at I wasn't me right now and don't give me contract. I got Mike and Jimmy here. So, Jimmy, what about you? Ice cream.
8: 100%. What kind? Dude, just plain vanilla. Just fucking put a shit ton of sprinkles and mm. other shit on it. I fucking love sweets after that. Just
4: vanilla or vanilla bean? I'm a vanilla bean.
8: Vanilla bean. Yeah, I'm yeah. A vanilla beaner. I like vanilla bean. A little
4: bit more depth and flavor. I, I don't like, get, where the, I get vanilla. I get vanilla bean. bean. You know, yeah, uh, no, like, I is I there an two. ice cream you don't like? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I can't. <laughs> how about <this>? uh, no. <laughs> when it's there, right? But Ugh. I buy vanilla bean. You I'm know not, what not the biggest fan of one of them. Let me think which one it was. No, oh, I get it, and I get that blue box
3: one. There's one that I'm just like, I'm not the biggest fan of, but I love them all though. Pretty much just like a.
4: I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not going to escape. If somebody has ice cream, I'm not going to... Oh, no, I'll have some. Question number five of the high five. Mike and Jimmy, if you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead dead or alive, alive, who would it be and why? Man,
5: that's a good question. You know what? You take this one first. Shit. (laughs)
4: <laughs> so when you're smoking with shit, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> so shit. Uh, do you let shit hit it first, or no, no, like I don't know? I actually get
8: it from Mike, and then, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, honestly, it'd probably be Snoop Dogg. It's just he's been a huge, um, I guess, influence of mine from the East Coast. Yeah, when I was on the East Coast, everyone was like, "Dude, you don't fit here." And when I came to the West Coast, it was just. And I loved it, everything yeah. about it. He's—I've listened to his music since I was a kid, okay. and one of the very first people. So I mean, it makes
4: total sense. I get it. You know, well, he's
8: a DJ at a time nightclub, and just roll blunts, and he's super cool with it,
5: bro. If you're back there by the DJ booth, he will light up and pass it to you, man. So I—I think that's probably something you could probably do. Yeah, literally, you that's could do. It. Cool. Yeah, did, yeah, man. yeah. Right. I'll get some dabs.
4: Oh no, he, well, <laughs> yeah, he, he just—what
5: about you, Mike? You know what? It would be. Probably George Clinton. I got to play with him for a while and he doesn't smoke weed. And I would push him to smoke weed. And I mean, this dude will do mushrooms and whatever, but did not like weed. And I mean, so that's somebody I would like to get him to just take a bong
4: hit and see what happens. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. I did like you that. And you said, you. Per- when did you perform with George?
5: I just jammed with him a couple times back in the day. I played with Vicky Calhoun who used to play with Chili Peppers and Fishbone and everybody. So I ended up hanging in that clique for a while and jamming with uh this band Trulio Disgracius, that Norwood from Fishbone does. And it's just kind of like a sit-in thing. And so everybody's there. You never know who's gonna pop in. Right. You got guys from Chili Peppers popping in. You got I randomly friend.
4: found this picture of me and George not too long <laughs> oh, yeah. ago. And I took a picture of it going, Oh my god, I can't believe I found that picture. I can't wait to show blue. Like you know well, I can not believe he does not smoke weed. He does not like Yeah, it was so random. That. He's such a great performer, so though. Good. I love going to see him and hanging out with him.
5: I like it. I've done mushrooms with him, but.
4: <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think this that picture better. I might have been on mushrooms, but I didn't do it with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I was at the event partying, but I didn't party with him. You know, I think it's fucked up that you guys didn't say Baby Bash was one of those one other guys that you guys would have wanted to smoke with because we brought him here today just in case you would have. So sorry, Bash, that we're not going to bring you on stage this morning, though. Hey, we'll <laughs> their dreams. Yeah, I'm just yeah, fucking about with everybody. A, big you know what I mean? I was about to live one somebody's dream, but they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't fall for it, bro. No, no, they should have just said that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's cool, but we, we didn't bring uh, those guys. But, you know, all bullshit aside, guys, is there anything we forgot to mention that you guys would like to mention on the show before we let you guys get out of here? Because we're so excited, Mike, to see you. And all kidding aside, I'm really excited yeah, to see you on stage too. at the Burning Trees Festival, August 27th, on stage with Oh No End.
1: Mr. Lovemore. Mr. Going Lovemore. crazy Lovemore. playing
4: the bass live on stage October 27th at the Adelanto Event Mr. Center. Lovemore. Live on stage. You know, we need
5: more love in the world right now. We need some peace. This whole this whole world's gone crazy. And I think, you know, everyone's like, that's a weird name. We're like, you know what, man? Not like, really. Right now, I think it yeah. goes really good with right. the, with the yeah. sign of the it times is, right man. now. I mean, everyone's at war. I mean, well, it's, it's good to see crazy. you and your
3: partner Jim here. You know, I just uh, want to make sure that you guys... <laughs> <laughs> Just laying you guys up. Jimmy. It's hey, don't worry. Jim. <laughs> Jim, Jim. So, no, seriously, it, it's great to have you guys. I'm excited to go see your facility, Jimmy. Um, you know, and, and, and Mike, dude, you know, honestly, uh, you're a good friend of mine. Anything, Anytime you ever need anything from me, dude, you know what it is. Likewise, just, brother. Just Likewise. let me know, thank dude. We'll, I mean, we'll make this shit happen, you know, and and, and say hi to your wife, Stacy, for me and all, and your, and your son, and, you know, tell uh, love you guys, hello. man. Thank you guys so much, man. Make sure you tell hey, them thank all. Thank you so much that's for it. having, having that. us. That's no, thank you. I mean,
8: that's just like the final thing on my end, which is you guys have been awesome. I've been following you guys for a really long time, so I appreciate it. Thank you, man. I don't believe you, but it's okay. Uh-huh. Shit,
4: you saw my Instagram profile? He yeah. gave a whole... <laughs> He's following three people no, and we're not one like, Hey, been, guys, I know exactly who you are. Thanks, Jimmy and Larry. I've been following <laughs> Cannabis 101 for a long oh, time. Right? Cannabis like talk, talk 101. <laughs> well, there but, it is.
3: Well, there uh, it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this, if no one else loves you, we do. do.
2: Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.